My brothers and sisters in the Lord, earlier today I attended a funeral mass for one of my brother priests, Father Joseph Kaznavet, who died at the age of 50 due to complications from cancer, which he has been battling for the past year and a half. He was on hospice care for only about two days. And certainly in receiving that news, not only of Father Joseph's illness, but also of his passing, it began an opportunity for me to reflect on my own life's journey, the past 38 years of my life, and to continue to marvel, my brothers and sisters, at how God works, how he weaves together the threads of our lives to tell our story, yours and mine. God enters human history in the most unexpected ways, to fill us with the wonder and astonishment of his joy. And this solemnity that we celebrate tonight, my friends, it gives us the supreme example of that. We honor the Immaculate Conception, the creation of Mary in her mother's womb, and we are awed once more at how God works. God so loved the world that in the fullness of time, he gave the world his only begotten son. Yet we recall that he also gave us Mary, his perfect vessel to contain his son, a woman unstained by original sin, so that from the moment of her conception, she was immaculate. In doing so, my brothers and sisters, God set the stage for the beautiful event that we just heard in the gospel the Annunciation, which brought about another conception when Mary conceived Jesus in her womb. To the skeptical world, to a puzzled teenager in Nazareth, it all sounds impossible. But of course, my brothers and sisters, we know as a people of faith that nothing is impossible for God. A popular carol from this time of the year rejoices in the wonders of his love. This feast, my friends, underscores the extravagant love that brought joy to the world. And it places at the forefront a humble peasant girl full of grace, the great collaborator in God's plan for our salvation. How could we not exult? Sing to the Lord a new song, the psalmist tells us tonight. For he has done wondrous deeds. He has made his salvation known. This day in particular, we remember it is a salvation that began long before the first gospel was written. It began before the empty tomb. It began before Calvary. It started before the miracles and the teachings. It goes back before Christ walked on water or fed the multitude before the stable in Bethlehem, and even before the visit from an angel in Nazareth. It is salvation that is real and tangible, and in a very real way, my friends, began with the event that we commemorate here and now, the Immaculate Conception of Mary. This is where Mary's story begins, and in a sense, my friends, our story too. Here begins the glorious chain of events that led to our salvation. Attention must be paid. We need to remember this. 
We need to hold this wonder of his love close to our hearts and keep recalling it, just like all the other great moments of our history, moments that define us and uplift us and that bear somehow the fingerprints of God. For you see, my friends, isn't it all wonder? If Mary's story teaches us anything about our own lives, it is that God is a God of surprises. He is also a father of possibilities. He is the maker of miracles. As we continue our Advent journey during the season of anticipation and yearning, let us pause to give thanks for the miracle of Mary an immaculate sign of God's enduring love, a figure of steadfast hope, the woman who reminds us again and again that in God's hands, truly, nothing is impossible.